This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. As far as David Stearns is concerned, I listened to what he had to say yesterday. Uh, he was certainly not as combative as Brian Cashman. <laughs> there was no fighting. David was uh, you know, seemed like he was smiling the entire time, seemed pretty happy. The pieces of news he gave us is they're not hiring a general manager. Okay. He's going to work collaboratively with this manager. He couldn't confirm it was Carlos Mendoza, but we all know it's Carlos Mendoza. And didn't tell us specifics, nor would he, about what they're going to do in this offseason. So I'm reading the tea leaves. And like I said before, when he was asked about Shohei Otani and a big ticket item, he is obviously not going to close the door. You really can't if you're an executive in Major League Baseball. But he sounded, if I'm reading the tea leaves, as, yeah, of course we're going to be in on it. And I don't think there's any doubt. So I think this Met offseason which they need to be aggressive in terms of starting pitching. And that's not the only thing they need, but that's the clear priority. I think they've got their multiple guys that they're going to target and they're going to be aggressive for. How aggressive is Steve Cohen going to be? We're still learning. Because one thing I knew about George, and even Hal with the Yankees, is that when they want somebody, specifically Garrett Cole, specifically CeCe Sabathia from a decade and a half ago, they will leave no stone unturned. They will get that guy. So far in the early years of Steve Cohen, I guess I felt that way about Scherzer. Like I sort of got that impression that they targeted Max Scherzer. They wanted Max Scherzer and they were not going to let him sign elsewhere. But then simultaneously, they were going aggressively after Kevin Gaussman. And so if Gaussman had signed the deal with the Mets, are they getting Max Scherzer? Maybe not. So will Steve Cohen and David Stearns identify Shohei Otani, who not only transforms this lineup, he does. He absolutely transforms the lineup. Think about it. You go from DHing Daniel Vogelback to DHing Shohei Otani. You go from potentially a DH platoon, because I've thought about, hey, what will this lineup look like if they're not aggressive in terms of adding position players? It's more adding pitching, which I think I'd be okay with because they need more pitching than anything. You could potentially be looking at a DH platoon of Brett Beatty and Mark Vientos versus Shohei Otani. And that doesn't even include the pitching capabilities of 2025 and obviously doesn't include the stuff we don't care about, but Steve may care about, and that's the marketability and the sponsorship and the ticket sales of Shohei Otani. But if Steve Cohen identifies Otani as, I will not miss. He will get the biggest offer from me. And he's going to have to take less money to not be a New York Met. That's what we're going to learn about with, show, with Steve Cohen and with David Stearns. And then also, how does he build this rotation? He said something interesting in terms of this rotation and competition in spring training. He said competition's good in spring training. 
And I think there's going to be a competition, especially amongst Mauricio and Beatty and Vientos, whether it's for the third base job, whether it's a DH at-bats, in Mauricio's case, maybe second base. Like, I do think we're looking at some pretty fun competitions in 2024. What we want to take out of it, though, I don't know. Because Brett Beatty had a great spring training last year. What the hell did that mean? So sometimes, you know, we go into spring training and say, hey, there's a competition. This is great. Let the best man win. The Yankees had one at shortstop. The Mets sort of didn't really have one last year, even though they should have had one last year. You can go win the competition. Then you got to go hit when the lights are brightest. But he talked about a competition for the fifth spot in the rotation. And when we did our starting pitching podcast last week, I made it clear. I prefer not to have that. I think it's important for the Mets to come into spring training with five established starting pitchers. They've got two right now in Kodai Senga and Jose Quintana. That's why I want to see them add three starting pitchers in free agency. And specifically free agency. Because I agree with David Stearns. I don't have a huge appetite to trade prospects right now. There is a report nationally that there seems to be a market for middle infielders and outfielders, position players in the trade market. That could work for the Mets. Not Starling Marte. He's got no value. But Jeff McNeil. We've all talked about how valuable McNeil is, but in the right deal, you'd move him. So I can't just say definitively, I want to trade Jeff McNeil. I trade Jeff McNeil in the right deal, though. Can they get a really solid middle of the rotation arm? who's got controllability for Jeff McNeil, I'm intrigued by that. That's something to take a look at. But I think they need to add three starting pitchers. David Stern said, I'm not opposed to having a competition for the fifth spot in the rotation, but he also added, or the sixth spot in the rotation if we have a six-man rotation. Ding, ding, ding. What does that mean? Follow-up question. What will help dictate, David, to have a six-man rotation? And he specifically mentioned Kodai Senga. And we've talked about it a lot. Kodai Senga only made three starts, if memory serves correct, on quote-unquote regular rest. Kodai Senga being in this rotation in year number two in Major League Baseball could mean he should pitch on regular rest more. That's not what I took out of it. What I took out of it was Yamamoto. Because if you're adding Yamamoto on a seven-year, $200 million deal at age 25 years old, coming off of pitching in Japan. What do you think the Mets are going to do with a rotation that features one guy transitioning from Japan and another guy that just transitioned from Japan? More than any other time, a six-man rotation would make sense. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. If the competition is for the fifth spot, uh, sixth spot in the rotation, 
If the competition between Jose Budo and Joey Lucchese and David Peterson and Tyler McGill and Christian Scott and Mike Vassell, if that's a competition for six, I'm in. And I don't mind a six-man rotation. I think it makes a lot of sense on many levels, but it really makes sense if they get Yamamoto. Will that be the Mets' big target in free agency? Yeah, I think they're going heavy after Yamamoto, heavy after Otani, but if they don't get either guy, then my impression is they may not then pivot to another top guy. I don't think they will. But interesting hearing from David Stearns. Don't expect a lot of trades or free agent signings at the GM meetings. It's really just kind of setting the table for what happens next for the rest of the offseason. The other piece of Met news that came out this week is Metropolitan Park, the proposal from Steve Cohen. We are years and years and years and years away from this proposal coming through. Basically, it would turn the surrounding area of City Field into just like a paradise. There would be a casino. There'd be live music. There'd be bars. There'd be restaurants. And obviously, like most of us, it's a no-brainer. Great. That'd be fantastic. For years, we've gone to Shea Stadium and City Field, and there's nothing around it. Meanwhile, you go to Yankee Stadium, there's tons of things around it. You go to Madison Square Garden, there's tons of things around it. You go to Barclays Center, tons of things around it. So you go around different cities in Major League Baseball, a part of what makes those stadiums awesome is not just the stadium, but all the options you have around it. So obviously, that part's great. Are you waiting for the negative? Because there's about to be a negative. I'm not just looking for a negative. I looked at this map that was released, this big plan around City Field. And yeah, my first reaction is what everyone's first reaction is. This is cool. This will be fun. It'll be 20 years from now, but yeah, it'll be great. But I noticed a huge negative that we need to address. If you go to Met games right now, whether it's five games a year, 20 games a year, two games a year, and you drive, you would admit that driving the city field in terms of parking lot access is a lot better than driving to Yankee Stadium. It's a lot better than driving to a lot of stadiums around Major League Baseball because city field is literally surrounded by parking lots. Granted, they're really, really expensive, and that sucks, but parking is great around city field. The plan that they laid out, they're going to make parking a disaster. They're going to do layered parking? Oh, my God. Layered parking is the worst. Like, when I go to Yankee Stadium, and I go there a few times a year, obviously, I will do anything in my power to not put my car in a parking lot because layered parking means you're trapped like a dog for hours after a game. It is the absolute worst. So what's unfortunate is that you're taking a really good parking situation and you're destroying it. Do the positives outweigh the negatives? It depends on your lifestyle. It depends. Like, if you take the train to City Field right now, if you take the LIRR to City Field right now, then you would say, who cares, Evan? And I don't blame you. Who cares? You don't drive. And you're going to get to enjoy the beautiful Flushing Queens nightlife now with casinos and bars and restaurants, and that's badass. But if you take your family to City Field, if you drive to City Field, which the majority of people still do, that is going to be hell. Layered parking where they put the, they build a building and it's one layer on top of an, oh my God. And based on what I saw, there's only going to be two units because the rest of it is going to be these beautiful parks. 
which again, is going to be really nice. But think about when you drive to Yankee Stadium. Driving to City Field so much better than driving to Yankee Stadium. This is just my opinion. I'm probably biased because I am at that point in my life where I take my kids to games, where I drive. If this was eight years ago when I used to take the train occasionally to the ballpark, I don't know, it'd probably still annoy me. Because <laughs> there's nothing that bothers me more than layered parking. Even if I'm not the one parking, it's just awful. So give me your op, give me your thoughts. You with me on this or are you just so excited about Metropolitan Park? The other thing in our email at thericob at gmail.com, coming up this weekend, we are going to lay out our off-season plan specifically, specifically our off-season plan. And I advise everybody, if you want to submit your off-season plan, to just try to make it as realistic as possible. I know that's tough because we don't necessarily know how much Steve Cohen is willing to spend, so we're guessing. But let's not just say, sign Blake Snell, Aaron Nola, Yamamoto, Ota. Like, try to have some level of realism when it comes to a plan. I'm putting together my plan. I've asked various people at WFN to put together their plan. A few guys from my Mets text chat is going to put together their plan, and you could submit your Mets offseason plan at thericob at gmail.com, and we will react to it, we will analyze it, and we will certainly give you credit if it's a damn good plan. If the plan sucks, we may mock you. If my plan sucks, you can mock me. It's all up to you. So you can submit those. We'll be doing that over the weekend on Rico Bronia. Thericob at gmail.com. Thericob at gmail.com. We do appreciate it. Thank you very much for listening. A lot of Rico's coming up during this offseason. Keep your ears ready for instant reactions when news breaks, but you're always guaranteed a Rico being posted sometime on Wednesday and a Rico posted sometimes on a Sunday. But obviously these days with the offseason, there may be a lot more than that, and it may be all over the calendar, so keep your ears peeled. We appreciate you listening and downloading another edition of Rico Brony. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Rico Bronya podcast. It's amazing, isn't it? Make sure you download it now to keep it on you at all times. 